0: everybody wendy sellers here the hr lady thanks for coming back and listening to our series on employment concerns in 2023 hey jc i have a question for you what's that what do you think is more needed or desired a degree or actual workplace
1: experience. Wow, that's a tough one, right? How many times have we seen the recent college graduate with a master's degree step out into the workforce and they can't get the job because they want the master's degree with seven years' experience? It's a double-edged sword. It's the chicken and egg uh, debacle all over again. And when you think about it, do you really want to bring aboard a uh, a college-age working on their diploma, working on their degree-type individual and uh, only utilize them as an intern don't you want to make the solid investment it's a it's really a tough call um from both angles because people got to get the experience to i i would rather take the person with the experience
0: yeah it's so this is what i i want to say to our listeners here today is you need to know what your company wants and you need to know what your managers want, you know? And so, you know, is there, is there some kind of company policy that you need to have degrees and please, if there is fight, fight to change that because degrees aren't everything. Um, you know, you have people that are book smart and they have all these degrees like myself. I have three degrees. And when I got my first master's degrees degree, I had zero experience. And then I started working at the bottom of the food chain. And I was very, very, very resentful because I was like, you told me I needed this degree to get in. And now you get, I'm, I have the degree and I don't have the experience because I went to get the degree and now I'm not making any money and I can't pay off this degree (laughs) so you need to as a company say okay let's step back let's be realistic what do we really need here and why uh some roles like maybe an engineer or an architect they do need the degree because in order to get the state license which you're requiring or you need to you know get clients then you need the degree so i get that part but you know you could probably start them working for your company earlier so they can be getting experience while getting the degree
1: Very true. And when we think about uh, a different sector, something I might be a little bit more familiar with, right? Uh, You got someone working on the model shop floor, right? Uh, They've been turning the lathe for the past 20 years, and they know what they're doing. They're not of retirement age yet. They're looking for a new opportunity. Am I going to take that experience to run my machines since they have so much of a background? It depends on my shop and the way I'm uh, built out and what I'm looking for. When we transition over to the white-collar end of the spectrum and we start thinking about the C-suite, Sherm's foundation actually has an HR apprenticeship program. Believe it or not, Wendy, the program launched in 2021. It allows individuals to earn wages while receiving hands-on training to successfully fulfill high-skilled in-demand HR positions. So for all those HR specialists out there that listen along, something you might want to talk to your C-suite about. But I've got some uh, stats here for you in regards to the topic at hand. According to a recent research study conducted by the global HR solutions company, remote skills based hiring has increased 63% in the last year as more employers value experience over academic credentials. Back to you.
0: Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because it is super important, um, to know that a degree is not going to necessarily get you the experience. Now, you do have to, um, talk to your candidates. Sorry. You do have to talk to them <laughs> and say, and your employees too, and say, okay, well, tell me about your degree program. Cause some colleges say, nope, you can't read, you can't, um, Uh, graduate from this college or this high school or this associates program whatever it is without having internships without having some kind of real life work experience and other colleges don't so um, uh, regarding having any kind of certification or licenses um, license is one thing a certification is another Uh, so I'll just say in HR land because I'm in you know I'm in HR I'm the HR land but somebody can successfully complete a SHRM or an HRCI, for example, certification, but they still don't know how to put it in place in the real world, yes. they yes. can be really well we, you know, it's referred to as being book smart. And so you can be really, really good at, at taking, studying and taking a test and memorizing it just for that test. And then boom, it's gone because you never really practiced it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And
0: then there's, then there's other people who say you know what i don't have the time i'm a horrible test taker but i am an expert at this so i try when my clients ask me like hey what should i be looking for in an hr coordinator hr manager hr director i'm like well it depends tell me what you need and then i will tell you if the certification is necessary or not but nine out of ten times and i'm sorry i know many of you that are listening today have the sherm and the hrci accreditations i do too um a lot of them, though, they're 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 not really relevant for what you really need in that workplace. If you have the full blown SHRM certification, but they're only doing recruiting. What? Why did you make them go through that whole painful
1: process? Oh, my process? gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and talk about the good old bait and switch. Right. Bring the employee mm-hmm. on for one thing. And then now they're doing something else altogether. together. Hey, uh, you know, you were talking about the salaries and, and the thought process there between degrees and experience. I do have some stats for you. Uh, the average salary. I love, I love for,
0: stats. Bring it.
1: <laughs> average salary for a marketing role that requires a degree, according to some of the research that was done and conducted by remote.com. Took a look over in the UK, and uh, that average salary for the marketing role is £33,416, which is approximately $45,587 in the U.S., or roughly 58000 uh, as well. On the other hand, a candidate who doesn't hold a degree might be offered that same wage of approximately 33000 Yeah. It represents a yearly discrepancy, and that discrepancy is very small. It's really only like $266 uh, at the end of the day between the disparity uh, between them. There's a lot of people out there with the skills. According to a recent study, top paying jobs for those without a degree is that of an equities trader. Believe it or not, the financial sector role involves buying and selling stocks on behalf of a company and aid to meet their financial objectives with the annual salary in U.S. dollar equivalent being approximately $75,000 and $98,000 in the U.K. Second place is the role of a commodities trader who shares similarities with equities traders, but instead they deal with basic commodities. You're talking at approximately $69,000 in the U.S. or 90000 in the U.K., and rounding out the top 3, ethical hacker. These cybersecurity experts are tasked with uncovering digital security weaknesses for organizations and enhancing their security strategies. Back to you.
0: Isn't that amazing that there's no degree required for those roles and we probably, I at least I do, I think highly, you know, positive terms of those roles and thinking, wow, these people must be really really smart. The point is you don't you can be smart, you can be educated without a formal degree. So don't get my opinion is don't get caught up in degree so much unless it's absolutely mandatory. Say, for example, like I said, an engineer, or an architect where you need that degree in order to get the license. And then states vary, too, um, with the licensures. So make sure you know what you really want, not just, oh, well, this is what we've always done, because guess what? What we've always done isn't going to be working here anymore. With that said, we are going to be talking in the next series about advice for employers um, and to make sure that you keep recruiting, even if you have no openings. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment
1: Podcast.